Over 30 years of advice for your house, home, castle, or cabin. Y'all have things you want to get done. It's Rosie on the House. Yes, it is. Great big hour number three. Welcome to all of you tuned in. If uh, you've got a project you'd like to visit about, feel free to give us a ring at one 767 Auto attendant will pick up. When you hear it, answer. Just push one, and then you'll be fast-forwarded right into the call screener booth and talk to my wife, sweet Jennifer, and we'll get your name and your question up on air and answer your question as fast as we can. Boy, a lot of a lot of feedback at the uh, Rosie on the House headquarters this week, and a lot of it had to do with many of you worried about all of our extended family uh, in South Louisiana. And uh, how, how would you like one more challenge to the year 2020? I mean, uh, haven't we had enough already? Can't this book, can't this year just kind of get checked off in the records as done, completed, and let's go forward. Who needs the one more challenge of a nine-foot storm surge and a million people with no electricity? So They say the hardest wind that hit land since like 1856. That's right. It's, it is the strongest hurricane to land in Louisiana in over 100 years. Incredible. 150 mile an hour winds, pretty serious. Uh, I've 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 ridden out my share of hurricanes, but they were all as a very young man. Uh, Audrey, Camille, Betsy, woo man. But if you're uh, if you're a subscriber to our Facebook, the Rosie on the House Facebook, and you want to see how our family prepares. For a hurricane. So one thing about a hurricane is you know a, a couple days in advance. You can prepare for it. So if you'd like to see how the Romero clan, Sonia clan, Arsenault clan, our extended family tree prepares for an upcoming hurricane landing in your neighborhood, go to Rosie on the House Facebook page. <laughs> And you'll see Alice. <laughs> you got to go, folks. <laughs> oh, That's how we prepare for a hurricane. And I will tell you the picture you see, I want you to know, is of Alice. And Alice is fine. Alice made it through the storm. Well, it's all in how you prepare. It's <laughs> all in how you prepare. There's a, right next to that is a picture of Alice Cooper. So is the dog? Oh, here? that's right. <laughs> we got two Alice's this week, didn't we? So oh, the right. two different stories. We got to visit with Alice Cooper. They were doing a fundraiser with Dan Zeisen Milk this week. Yes. And so if you're at the grocery store and you see the nice big chocolate milk bottles with glass with Alice Cooper's face on it, and if you buy those, it goes the proceeds go to um, Solid Rock Foundation, which is a wonderful ministry for kids. They can hang out and learn art and dancing and music so anyway it's a great thing but we were we, we posted pictures because we got to be there for the for the launch and then that then rosie just happened to put alice the donkey up next so. there's there's so there are two alices on our facebook page right now alice cooper 
and Alice the donkey. <laughs> oh, man. All right, Romy, get me out of this. One triple eight seven six seven four three four eight. That's one triple eight Rosie for you. We've got a lot of uh, stories and articles and headlines and bullets uh, and stories to bring to you about home ownership here in Arizona. But we have. Uh, we interrupt our program to bring you this bulletin <laughs> from Rosie on the house. And I was actually going to say, but we've got callers already online, so we're going to skip that and go to the callers. <laughs> okay, well, at least you know in advance, folks. It's coming. <laughs> we got we got an upcoming news alert. <laughs> I believe it's Scott uh, on the line first. Welcome to the program. How may we help you? Hi. Hey, um, I have a soft water system, and um, it's in my garage. And so, like, during the summer when it's 115 in my garage, the water just come when, when I try to take a shower, it's like it's so hot that I can't even, you know, it's like five, six minutes before it starts cooling down. Um, I was wondering, can I insulate that water softener tube or would that make it hotter? What, what could I do to make it so it's not so hot? Um, the water treatment equipment doesn't have anything to do with why your water's hot. It has to do with just where the, the water source is coming from. How deep is your pipe uh, underground? coming to your home how much of the water once it enters your home is underground versus in the attic uh the the treatment equipment doesn't have to do with with why it's hot um and we get this question a lot this time of year and yeah i think it was even last week where it was somebody talking about how to no how to pre-cool was that two weeks ago or was that last week i can't remember but recently trying to pre-cool oh they were trying to save water by turning their water heater off because the water was already hot, hot enough. enough for them anyway. And they wanted to know if that would, would save them on their utility bills, just turning the water heater off during the summer. So I, Romy, you're exactly right. Scott, it's not the water softener loop in your garage that's creating the hot, hot water. I do not believe it could be the plumbing as it leaves the water softener running through the attic through a flex line. Uh, that could create a lot of heat. Uh, you're, we're going to need to keep searching what the source is and solve it. But, yes, uh, you can insulate it. It won't make it hotter. It will actually keep it from absorbing the heat, the ambient heat, from the immediate surrounding area. But it, but just that soft water loop in the garage isn't isn't the cause of the problem. Let's keep looking where the rest of your cold water lines are. How old is the home? Um, it is 30 years old. So it's probably got lines underground Maybe. or unless it's been repiped. Do you know if it's copper water pipe being underground or is it plastic PEX piping through the attic? It's probably copper. Well, what I do know is I, I did turn it off for two days just to see if that was the issue. And the water would only be warm for maybe like 30 seconds compared to when I turned the soft water back on. It literally went like five minutes of hot, hot water, and and so that so I'm almost positive it's that tube, because um, doesn't the water go into that tube? Um, goes from the, well, yeah, it goes through that tube, and then that, what, isn't that what softens it? What what uh, what equipment do you have, Scott? What brand of equipment? Um, I don't know. Okay, all right. Where where are you in Arizona? Um, Scottsdale. Okay. Um, that is curious um, because five minutes of running 
that's a lot that's of a water. water. Yeah. And that's a lot more than is going to be in your water treatment lines and, and tank. Scott, I'm going to get uh, uh, water treatment technologies. Uh, one of our certified water softener installers, one of our Rosie certified installers. I'm going to get the good folks at water treatment technologies to come do a courtesy call at your house uh, because this is stumping me. And I'd like them, and this isn't going to cost you a dime. This is on my dime. They're going to come check it, see what they can do, and offer suggestions how we can eliminate this. Because I'm stumped, and I hate being stumped. <laughs> so we'll we'll get the Pettijohn family out there and take a look at it. We've got your name. We've got your number. I'm going to reach out to you, not on Monday, but I'm going to reach out to you on Tuesday. And we'll get this appointment made. Okay, my friend? Well, thank you very much. Okay. You're welcome. And a lot of people ask, is there a way I can cool the water? And right now there's nothing cost-effective. Uh, water is a funny thing. It's, it's expensive to move, and it's expensive to change the temperature of it. Um, Central Arizona Project Canal is the largest power consumer in the entire state. 60% of that is the original pumping plant out of the Colorado River at the Mark Wilmer Station, where they have six, 66,000 horsepower pumps that bring the water out of the river up the mountain and into the canal to let gravity flow each pump is sixty-six thousand horsepower yes and there's six of them at full operating speed that's a few amps they'll use more electricity (laughs) than the whole town of uh the whole city of lake havasu (laughs) yeah imagine wow (laughs) but they do it very effectively and and they don't do a lot of pumping in the summer um They'll pump it when electricity is cheaper and they fill it in Lake Pleasant because most of their deliveries are past Lake Pleasant. Then they'll let pump it out of Lake Pleasant in the summer because it's cheaper to pump it out of there than up a vertical wall of the Buckcliff Mountains or Buckskin. Is it the Buckskin or Buck, Buckcliff? Yeah, Buckskin, Buckskin Mountains. Buckskin, yeah. So, so there is an opportunity out there for an inventor to figure out a way to chill water because in a lot of cases – uh, from the municipalities and and the treatment tank, you know, if you're really close to a water treatment facility, you know, that, that water is above ground being treated. Then it gets pumped underground to your house. Well, there's not a long distance of travel there, and it doesn't have time to cool off back to the earth's temperature or the underground temperature before it's at your home. And, you know, the, if, if we could figure out a cost-effective way to chill the water— for Arizona and the Southwest, that's a multi-million dollar invention <laughs> just waiting to hit the market. <laughs> so we have Stephen next. We'll at least get his question on air before we go to our first break. Uh, if we can't finish this in less than a minute. Stephen, welcome to the program. How may we help you? Thank you. Um, I have four French doors on my house, and the, the vertical astragal seal on all of them, the, that rubber seal is going on all of them, and I'm having a hard time trying to find this, like, I think it's a T-bulb seal that goes in that vertical channel on all three of them. And I was curious if you had any recommendations on where I could... Where are you, Where are you, Stephen? I'm at uh, the Thunderbird and 51 Freeway. Thunderbird and 51. Um, well, there's Scottsdale Custom Door at Scottsdale Airport. There's Arcadia Door at uh, 68th Street in Thomas, the old Ponderosa Lumber Store. Uh, go to a door specialty shop like one of those. And they'll be able to set you up with the astral. Those, those double French doors are really 
one of the hardest because once you get them sealed up, they move. Yeah, and 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 then you need to reseal them again and again and again, but there are new seals. There are new technologies for handling that. Uh, I will tell you, it's one of the reasons we very seldom install double wood French doors anymore. They're just too tough to keep sealed up. We are generally using a composite French door now that's more dimensionally stable. We interrupt our program to bring you this bulletin from Rosie on the House. On this beautiful Arizona Saturday morning, I don't know about you, but I drove in through what I think some people refer to as light rain showers. It's it's been a while. I can't remember. Is that the the term we call it? Rain. I I had four drops on my windshield when I went out to get in the car. I had a few more than that, and I can tell I I missed the good stuff because there was standing water. Oh, like, good! Like on the ground. Somebody got it. Huh? <laughs> So what a what a relief. We've got some a little bit of moisture. Hopefully we get more and lots of it. Uh, we got a great email in at Rosie on the House this week from uh, somebody who was at the original Crawfish Festival back oh in Willow goodness. Springs. That goes back 18 years, I think. Um, wow. Said they've lived in their home 30 years and thought Rosie was snowing his audience on the subject of condensation. And how much comes what? out of... What was I doing? He's, he used the word snowing. I've never heard that before. Snow jobbing, you know. You, okay. You're, you're full okay. and fast one. Oh, That's okay. What it means. So he, he, he was suspicious of my information? That there's not that much condensation that comes out of your air conditioner. Oh. So I wanted to put him to the test. I placed a three-gallon bucket under the drain pipe and game on. So the first two times I checked it, the bucket was overflowing. The last... Two, it was an inch from the top. That's 12 gallons, if my math is correct. I apologize for even questioning it. That's 12 gallons onto plants without using the hose. Free water. You're the man. Now, if you were to tell me Loch Ness Monster lives in Encanto Park, I'd probably believe it. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he, he thought I was exaggerating the condensate produced. Yes. Well... We proved him right. We proved us right, right? He proved us right, yes. He proved us right. Yes. It is a lot of water. <laughs> and I, I, I meant to ask Paul when he was talking about water harvesting into a, a, a living pond, uh, why couldn't you use condensate and root it out there? Uh, oh, that'd be a I'm, lot cleaner than rainwater. Uh, it would. It would. I mean, and, and, a, and an air conditioner right now could be producing 10 to 15 gallons of water a day depending on the size and what you're trying yeah. to cool to and how hard the unit's working on social media this week what's that guy's name just somebody, so I know who, David. Uh, David 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 the doubter <laughs> from Mesa from Mesa <laughs> <laughs> one of our uh, loyal followers on social media this week referred Rosie on the house in East Valley floors to a Gilbert homeowner looking for all new floors so they had used East Valley Floors before and only used Rosie Contractors. So to that person, thank you for uh, extending our efforts of being every Arizona homeowner's best friend to this new homeowner. And then on YouTube, we learned something new this week. We got banned for one of our videos for copyright infringement. And we're like, how? What? No. Well, we got, this, in, all, we got in all kind of trouble this week. This was we? a, a private meeting to our partner network. How is that a copyright infringement? You start digging, you start digging, you start digging. 
we started the video stream about two minutes before the presentation just to make sure everything was working. During that two-minute period of time, the background music Gary had on the PA had part of a Beatles song in it. Oh, that's... I get by with a little help from my friends. It fits the... It fit perfect. It fit perfectly, but... So the algorithms pick up this sound. Isn't that cool? (laughs) And they banned our video. (laughs) And and, and it's, it's a private one. You can... When you post to YouTube, you can have it public. Anyone can see it. You can have it private so only people with a password can see it. Or you can have it unlisted where only people that are given the URL code can see it. And it was unlisted. So it wasn't like it was something we had posted to the public, out, but still. Not out on the public domain. Yeah. Th- this isn't something that was going to get ever get more than 100 views. And they, they shut us down. <laughs> Wow. So learning lesson well, for anyone a, else out there that well, uses YouTube to and you know, it, communicate with a large network. They did shut us down, but it, it, they're exactly right. But I, it went way over my head that, oh, what if this gets out on the Internet? Uh, I never thought about it. Never thought about <laughs> Neither it. Neither did we, but yeah. lesson learned. <laughs> our top selling items this week, we have a tie for the first time. Our Thorn Armor gloves and our Earth Talon products tied. The farthest we sent, the Earth Talon shovel to Sumner, Maine. About two and a half hour drive from Dr. Leo Marvin's home, Eugenius. And then the Hex Armor to Pomona. I wonder if that was John McCain's retired police chief. So we've got products going to opposite ends of the coast. Wow. Right out of the little e-commerce store at Rosie on the house.com. Specializing in unique tools that we found work particularly well, really for Arizonans. But I guess a shovel will work good in Maine. <laughs> it, it will. And that is our the trencher, the new trencher that's a new line to the Earth Talon products. This is the last week. It's our featured product of the month. We'll have a new one next month. And we post those at a, I think it's a 15%. I'll have to verify that with Jen for, for the month that it's featured. And they, uh, the funny thing about that is shipping is such a pain to ship one of them. No one else does it. And that's the only reason we keep it, because you can't find it anywhere else. And there's obviously a demand, because we, we do move a fair amount of them. Originally designed in Chino Valley uh, to dig through caliche. So it's a it makes digging a whole lot easier. And then we've got uh, bottom of the hour news break. So we'll be back with more of your questions, calls, and comments at one 767 4348 That's one 888 for you Text 411-923 or email info at rosieonthehouse.com. I want to thank you all for the uh, family well wishes. For all of our family in South Louisiana, boy, we we were texting with several family members the night the hurricane hit. Uh, one one family member, uh, Renee in Chrome Dome, uh, their last text was, "We're moving to the floor of the hall, laying flat and hoping for the best." This is a bad one. <laughs> Have they lost, heard anything? Yeah, that that how that particular home got tore up pretty good in Rita, uh, but it actually fared pretty well in this storm. They, they're fine. Uh, all of our family is fine, and uh, we appreciate all the well wishes y'all are sending us. All, all of our clan in South Louisiana, they're without power, 
Uh, many of them have whole house generators because uh, you just have to have that if you live that close to the coast. So it's like and it's like a mini family reunion is what it's like because everybody finds out who has a generator and, they, and then they <laughs> then they get in their John Deere uh, fifteen foot tall uh, rice combines and drive down the road and through the fields and through the bayous and uh, they all pull up at Uncle John's house. <laughs> One of the fatalities was somebody running a generator inside and the carbon monoxide got them. Oh, so I hadn't heard that. Don't uh, uh, yeah, be yeah. smart about that. I, I think most people are smart enough to know not to run those indoors ever. Ugh. Somebody wasn't this time, unfortunately. You and think. I was listening to a radio bro- program and they had a caller from Jennings, which is the neighboring town from where Rosie's from. It was actually the town you were born in because your town didn't have a hospital. Yeah, well, I was born in Lake Charles, which is what oh. got, that got hit so hard. I thought and, it was Jennings, the other I, direction. But he, I, I want to find this audio because it's the perfect uh, soapbox to what we talk about constantly in, in masonry construction. Uh, he called in and he was telling the host, he's like, no, I'm... I'm sitting in the car because we don't have any power, and I wasn't. I didn't buy a, a radio, so I just came in to. I'm, I'm sitting in my driveway, and they're like, "How are you doing?" He's like, "Oh, I've got a block home. We, we're fine." And he's like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "I'm just looking down the street, hoping the coffee shop opens up here in about 20 minutes, so I can go get a <laughs> cup of coffee." He's like, "We're all out of power, so I'm not sure how that's going to happen." And wow. he was completely fine, and a few limbs down here and there, but just that said it all and a lot of the destruction that you see although it it, you you see a lot of scattered wood well uh i can remember as a kid many many times the hurricanes you you ran down to the uh city hall or the police headquarters because they were all or the courthouse (laughs) because they were all mounded a little bit higher they were all masonry and uh, there have been many hurricanes ridden out inside a courthouse and uh, gary d your, your whole family, Lafayette. Yeah, uh, my, my mom at the senior center, they uh, had what they called a slumber party, but she slept right through it. But it reminded me, when we were kids, we stayed up all night when the hurricanes approached. Yeah. And uh, it was great. It was fun. Then we fell asleep. Then we woke up the next morning and realized, we got to clean this we, up. We got, some, was... <laughs> we got some work to do. Well, boy, Lake Charles took a pretty hard lick. And I don't think a lot of people realize the eye of that storm, the east wall of the eye hit my hometown had that hurricane hit about four or five miles farther west and come up calcasieu lake all of lake charles they say natchitoches just got torn to pieces uh there would have been flooding all the way up to toledo bend that that hurricane was four miles away from being a major major disaster and it's it's bad now let's that, that's why lake charles didn't get the 20-foot storm surge that four miles made the difference they didn't get any of the surge the, the whole calcasieu river was on the downwind side of the hurricane and if you've ever been through a hurricane you'd much rather be at if it's on a, if it's on the dial of a clock you'd much rather be at nine o'clock than at three o'clock you don't want to be to the right of the eye you want to be to the left of the eye and um, by by provident intervention, that storm veered just far enough. It's it's bad. Lake Charles is bad, but it could have been demolished. Okay, let's get back to Arizona home ownership. I was that all started because I was thanking y'all for all the well wishes you've been sending. Charles. Yes. Hi, Rosie. Hey. Um, 
glad to hear that you're staying safe in these uncertain times. Yes. Uh, my wife and I live. My wife and I live in Scottsdale, okay. in Maloof home. Okay. Uh, built in 1982, beautiful home. We yeah. love it. Uh, on my second, uh, third air conditioner, uh, it's about 10 years old. Okay. There's been hot spots in the house, like forever <laughs> and we haven't done anything about them uh, now the duct work is the original duct work that was put okay in the home uh, I'm, I'm i'm wondering if I, I know they've got newer and advances on the duct work what would be your opinion on that and and who might i contact are you are you at woodleaf i'm sorry are you at woodleaf which no, Maloof, which I'm, Maloof I'm on, subdivision? Uh, McCormick Ranch. Oh, McCormick, okay. I'm El Paseo. Okay, all right. El Paseo. All right. Um, back in the 80s, uh, we we helped build a lot of those Maloof homes. You're in a very well-built home. Um, and that was rigid duct, insula- rigid duct that got installed. Uh, the home, uh, being an 80s vintage, Charles, the first thing I would tell you to do is I would, if you haven't, I would get a whole house energy audit done. Have you taken that step? No, I have not. Okay. Uh, I, I, I appreciate your thoughts on that and have no idea where to begin. Okay. Well, contact one of the Rosie certified whole house energy audits auditors. It's Rias or Green ID. It's, and for it, energy, we've got three. And for energy, yes. Uh, and it's going to cost you a hundred bucks, Charles. And it's going to be a full whole house analysis and they are going to check the duct work with air pressure and see if we're experiencing any leakage when we were building homes back in the 80s the better built homes like the maloof family of homes we were putting in rigid duct work and we called california seams to join the rigid duct work together and at the time that was as good as you could get but what we've learned uh, in our building science evolution learning curve is that those California seams uh, do have a tendency of leaking. So we're going to want to seal the ductwork up good. Chances are you're not going to have to replace the ductwork. We're just going to want to get it sealed. We'll do that uh, from the outside in the attic if we can, or we're going to do it from the inside uh, with, a, with a chemical product called AeroSeal. But start with the whole house energy audit. It'll tell you what condition those ducts are in. Give us a chance to reseal them and then uh, go from there. And I would, I would tell you to do that before you start shopping new air conditioners. And it would give you, uh, we, we were oversizing air conditioners back in the 80s. So you're going to probably be able to downsize your unit just a little that's going to cost you less to buy, uh, and it's going to cost you less to run, and it's going to filter the air in your house better, and it's going to eliminate the hot spots because it's going to run longer. It's a win-win-win all the way down the road. You get your home energy audit done, and uh, you're right in my neighborhood. If you get that, call me back, and you and I can just sit down over a cup of coffee and I'll go through it page by page with you. Okay. Sure. Do appreciate it. Uh, Rosie, if you could put me back to one of your folks so I could get the numbers on these companies, I'd sure appreciate it. Very good. We'll sure do it. And you can always go to Rosie on the house.com on the homepage. 
you'll find a tab certified partners find a certified contractor and partner and service provider it'll ask you for your zip code it'll ask you which category of work you're looking to have done and simply type in energy uh, management uh, just energy efficiency and hit search and you'll come up with the three particular partners that we have certified in the Phoenix metro area. It's the best hundred bucks you'll ever spend. It's the best hundred bucks you will ever, ever spend. It's a real education for sure. I'll tell you what, we ran a full energy audit on a home a little while ago. And this home was giving us some challenges. Challenges to the point where I got the energy auditor, the air conditioning contractor, and an engineer all out at the house this past week to try and figure out what's going on at this house. I learned something. Well, I learned a lot of things new. But one of the things I learned is these smart thermostats that are cloud-based now interact with a cloud-based information source on the grid. And they can automatically start turning your temperature up without you having to do anything. So the first thing we're going to do to figure out what's going on at this one house is discontinue that. We, we don't want input coming from the cloud. Trying These smart thermostats are trying to outsmart what we're trying to get done. But, boy, that surprised me. And the thermostat actually determines if it hasn't uh, picked up motion for a couple hours, it automatically assumes you're not home and starts warming the house up. To an oh, o- and there's nothing better than to, waking up with a sweaty head to, of to hair. An, to, an o- <laughs> to an away mode. So some of these smart devices uh, take a learning curve, and that's exactly what we're going through in this one house. And, boy, I, I was surprised to learn that. I'm, I'm, I learned so much in this position because people are constantly asking me questions that I don't know. <laughs> so I got to go digging. I got to go digging. Our most viewed article this week? Well, the most the most asked question this week. I don't know why. I, I, it's it never ceases to amaze me how these topics come up. But everybody wanted to know how can I renew my cultured marble countertop? Now that's somebody that's spending way too much time at home. <laughs> <laughs> but we do have on our website a written answer to that question, and it's it's been there for years. Cultured marble isn't a product that's being used particularly very much anymore, but like for the last caller that was in the 1980s Maloof home, I mean, we were using a lot of cultured marble back in those days. And it can lose its luster over the years, just being scratched with products being put on top of the countertop, maybe maybe for a smoker, maybe a cigarette burn, uh, maybe you've spilled uh, fingernail polish, or fingernail polish remover on it. it just needs to be buffed out there's very specific steps you have to take uh, i'm not going to go through the drama of describing it all to you right now but it was the number one inquiry at rosie on the house this past week rosie how can i renew my cultured marble countertops if in fact you're in the market to do that pull down this written description and follow it step by step it talks about a very specific type of buffer you need electric buffer not to use the high speed buffers you'll actually burn the cultured marble 
It talks about what kind of buffing wheel to use and what kind of product to use. If you follow these steps, your cultured marble will look brand new when you're done. So it is possible. It can be done. Dale just wrote in and asked us to send a home maintenance calendar to four of his relatives. Oh, that's great. All in the Tucson area. And also to be added to the email newsletter. You can easily sign up for that at rosieonthehouse.com. And if you'd like our home maintenance calendar, you can just let us know the address you would like us to send it to. And we'll send you one and we keep you on that until you get asked to be removed. And every year we'll send you a new calendar and it helps you keep in touch with what's potentially scheduled for the broadcast. We stick pretty close to it, but time and, you know. When, Current events. Yeah, <laughs> when you put together a. You know, our calendar that's getting ready to go to print, we've got what we'd like to talk about next December of 2021. By the time we get there, you know, like Rosie said, current events or things, but we, we still do a pretty good job staying close to it. And this month, if you're in it, our, uh, we've always got different promotional offers our partners put together for our homeowners. Blue Sky Pest Control has a 50% off, a first-time service. If $50 you're, off. What'd I say? 50% off. That's actually more than 50%. Our our bi monthly is like eighty bucks. So if okay. it's fifty dollars off your first service, that's more than fifty percent. So but it's a fifty dollar off your they, first service. Yep. If we were talking earlier about all the scorpions that are coming out, Man. if you if you finally hit the tipping point of a pest control, there's a option that'll save you money. And for Tucson residents, <laughs> this one's great. If you're looking for a bathroom remodel or uh there it's a thousand dollars off your bathroom remodel from Rebath of Tucson, and then Intelligent Design in Tucson as well, and, and Pinal County. So those are just some of the perks that we try and bring to you as part of our mission to be every Arizona homeowner's best friend. That sounds good. Nice and easy. We were talking about the calendar. as another one of the things we do to try and become every Arizona homeowner's best friend. Our website, rosieonthehouse.com, always has a do-it-yourself tip of the week. And the tip of the week, this week in particular, is lighting the way to home security. And it talks about things you need to be considering. Motion sensors, spotlights versus floodlights, automatic timers, photo cells, all the considerations you need to put into where and how should that area be lit and when. So take a few and, minutes and click on it. And how to not have a Tim Allen light bomb. Right, exactly. Although I do like his pop-up policeman. That was good. Boop. Did, did you hear he and Al Borland are coming back with a new program? No, I did not hear that. It's it's on the History Channel. It has to do with history of stuff in the home. What does that do to Last Man Standing? I don't know. His current show. Oh, Why not do tape both? it in advance and all that. The show's still on the air, so. Can you have two TV oh, shows? Oh, yeah, absolutely. You can have two TV shows. Sure. But okay. He right. and Al Borland, or I, I don't know his real name, are, uh, are going to be back on the air. So Let's see how we can help Michael. Wants to talk about uh, dual soundproofing dual doors. Good morning, sir. Hi. Let's see what he's up to. May we help you? Oh, geez. 
um, got the front windows replaced and had to tear up my recording studio to do it, so I moved the studio into another room. It's got double doors. It's the uh, office space, and they might as well be cardboard because every sound comes through there. And I want to do some kind of soundproofing on those doors. Um, got any suggestions? Or how often? I hate hanging doors. So hate what? Trying to avoid doing that. You hate what? Hanging doors. Oh, okay, like, okay. And put them in. So okay. these aren't doors to the outside. They're doors between two rooms. Correct. And you say hanging, so you can actually see. Is it like the barn rail style? You can see the the mechanical, or is the mechanical inside built into the no, wall like a pocket door? No, it's a regular barn door kind of thing. So is there some kind of sound insulation I can put on the inside? Hmm, that's going to be a tough one. So if you're looking... Sound. So how about these things that's lining the walls in the studio and at Gary's studio at the office? So these are RLX. It's a soundproofing company, and it's it's foam board that will absorb. I don't know if you're going to want that look on your home. A lot of the times they put, you know, if, if to describe it, if you're looking at a door, picture an old pocket door that goes into the wall. This one's actually designed to stay outside, so it's a decorative feature. So you see it, and you see the exposed hardware, and it's designed to look like an old bar door. It's a great rustic look. And I don't know if you'd, you could put that sound panel on it or at least make um, a, a tie it to, like, a, a thick cardboard. You, you could glue that under thick cardboard I and think, make it removable. Yeah, yeah, and, and something like that. I think I'm going to have Mike uh, send us a photo of what he's got, and then we'll be able to coach him through that. I think I actually owe Michael a visit. I, th- I think I know who Michael is, <laughs> and he did me a favor, and I haven't called him back to thank him. He's been on my to-call list for about three weeks. And uh, an indoor water feature to mask the sound and blend the sound like we were talking in the 8 o'clock hour. <laughs> yeah, blending exactly. Is, is probably going to be the most effective. But it's in his recording studio. Long term. It's in a record. He's, it's in a room he's using for a recording studio. Okay, send me a picture, Michael. We'll I get it the recording out. studio yeah, part of that. Yeah, your, your, your takeaways for today, real quick. Thank you for the well wishes of all the family in South Louisiana. All our family's fine. Water features for your outdoor living area, ponds, living features, sound of running water was 8 o'clock hour. Uh, universal design, 9 o'clock hour, TWD. And if you have any questions between now and next Saturday, R-O-S-I-E, Rosie on thehouse.com.